BJML Oncotalks, a podcast series that gives you regular updates on practice-changing news in the field of oncology. In a late-breaking abstract at the 2020 Virtual World Congress on Gastrointestinal Cancer, Professor Bruno Sangro presented long-term results of the Phase 3 Checkmate 459 study, comparing nivolumab to serafinib in the frontline treatment of patients with advanced hepatocellular carcinoma. To set the scene, could you first talk us through the current standard of care for these patients? Well, the times, certainly, they are changing, uh, as the song said, uh, because we've been living with a standard of care for systemic therapy of advanced hepatocellular carcinoma for more than a decade based on the uh, multitaricin kinase inhibitor serafinib. Only a couple of years ago, uh, we had lymvatinib as an alternative that was not better than serafinib. And now we do have um, the information that uh, the combination of atizolizumab and bevazizumab is certainly better than serafinib in terms of um, whatever meaningful uh, clinical outcome, response rate, progression-free survival, overall survival, long-term survival, and uh, this has been approved by the FDA uh, some weeks ago. It's still pending approval by EMA, but as soon as it is approved, will become the standard of care in Europe as well. Uh, so this this the scene is changing, but uh, in the very next future, depending on the uh, reimbursement issues, uh, the standard of care will be either the combination of atezolizumab plus bevacizumab or uh, the choice of serafinib or lumbatinib. Coming back to Checkmate 459, what was evaluated in this study? Uh, the uh, Checkmate 459 is a phase three randomized uh, study that was testing in patients that uh, were naive to systemic therapies, serafinib, versus uh, nivolumab, serafinib at the usual dose of 400 milligrams uh, uh, twice a day, and nivolumab at the flat dose of 240 milligrams every two weeks. And the main uh, aim point uh, is um, overall survival. And uh, the uh, results of the study were uh, presented uh, last year uh, with a database log of June 2019. At that point, it was clear that the uh, predefined statistical threshold for uh, superiority of nivolumab versus rafinib in overall survival was not met. Although there was a better overall survival, median uh, was 16.4 months for nivolumab and 14.7 months for rafinib. That uh, means uh, has a ratio of 0.85 and a p-value of 0.07. So, and, and this was accompanied by a higher, significantly higher response rate and also a better tolerability profile. What we now have is a more prolonged follow-up at the database log of April 2020 with a minimum follow-up of 33 months. What we see is that... Uh, the curves uh, overlap for the first eight months and then start separating with uh, uh, nivolumab outperforming uh, serafinib uh, since uh, month eight. L last year, there were a number of 
uncensored patients starting from month 12. And now with a minimum follow-up of 33 months, uh, the median times have not changed uh, by much. Uh, this uh, hazard ratio is still 0.85, although the p-value is now 0.05. And it's, what is more uh, striking and interesting is that at that minimum follow-up of 33 months, the survival rate is 29% for nivolumab and 21% for sorafenib. That means that uh, nivolumab was associated with an almost 50% increase in 33-month overall survival rate, which I believe is a, in a clinically meaningful uh, endpoint. And these uh, better survival uh, were occurred independently of two factors that uh, are important in immune checkpoint inhibitor therapies, uh, which are uh, the expression of the ligand, PDL1, and etiology. Based on these results, do you see a role for nivolumab in the treatment of patients with advanced hepatocellular carcinoma? The question here is, if approved by regulatory agencies, this is the case in the U.S., in India, in Taiwan, in many other countries, but not in Europe. If it is available, because it's it's approved in, in your uh, area of interest, then what would be the value of an evolumab monotherapy in the era of combination uh, immunotherapy treatments? Uh, well, on one hand, there are a number of patients that have either absolute or relative contraindications to antiangiogenics, including bevacizumab. The median age for uh, HCC diagnosis has increased over time. Now is certainly over 60 years. In some countries, it's even nearly 70 years. And uh, this means that uh, patients frequently have cardiovascular morbidities. Uh, this is particularly true for that increasing number of patients in which HCC occurs in the uh, background of uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, where cardiovascular risk is certainly enhanced. So for these patients with relative or absolute contraindications to antiangiogenic therapy, mainly because of cardiovascular reasons, uh, uh, nivolumab in monotherapy could be a appealing uh, treatment option. Certainly so for those patients who, who develop very rapidly uh, unacceptable toxicities related to the anti-angiogenic. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about patients that uh, within the first two or three weeks have these kind of unacceptable toxicities. And for these patients, again, uh, a, a monotherapy of PD-1 inhibitor like nimolibab could also be a valuable option. And finally, uh, there could be areas in the world where the combinations with an increased cost may not be affordable or reimbursed. And uh, in these situations also, uh, single-agent therapies could possibly be a, a reasonable alternative to uh, serotonin. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this BGMO Onco Talk. For more BJMO Oncotalks, please visit us at www.bjmo.be. Until next time!